0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you in part by Nenecita Sorbetes, the Filipino ice cream. It's a coconut milk-based ice cream made with the real coconuts. It aims to bring back the nostalgia of ice cream that was peddled in the streets of the Philippines. Uh, Nenecita Sorbetes is proudly made in the humble town of Alae in Bukitnon. Just message them at their page and mention the word huge upside and get 10% off on all the packages you ordered. Again, huge upside once you message them at their page. Wow, now that's a huge upside.
1: Here we are again in another episode of Huge Upside, where health, You, me, we, matter. A synthesis of all what makes us physically and mentally happy. A retreat from the daily buzz of life. Basically, where health, fitness, nutrition, and life around it collide. welcome welcome to another episode of huge upside um i'm your host mikhail and my co-host right here who is driving in the middle of the
0: rain yeah out of shape that how are you bro how are you
1: i'm good bro all good from this side man i just appreciate your like (laughs) your commitment to this podcast Uh,
0: have you been running errands bro Every time man. Like um oh, man. partly Aaron and partly I wanna like see my our friends, man. I haven't seen them for like months. So like I he just came by to say hi.
1: Man, I'm uh, so I'm I'm so jealous. You get to see them. Yeah, like yeah.
0: Yeah, he, you know, the funny thing is when, when I arrived, uh they keep on talking about you Jugside, man,
1: like Oh
0: this, really? that. yeah, yeah, dude. Like they were talking about like our podcast and they were like they were listening to it, so
1: were it was a now? good thing.
0: So I, so, so it, instead of me being ashamed or like being humble, I totally embraced, Like, dude, where are job upsides. Should be proud, man. man. Even though we're we we're, we're in so, this level, man, we're, we're we're slowly making our ways, climbing the ladders of the podcast
1: game. Yeah, man. I I, I could say, bro, when I ask you, like you said at one point like we are legit we're on spotify
0: man dude we're on spotify nata sa like, spotify la- bye. bye nata like people will listen our pe- people will know even though our target audience may not understand some of it but they they can still reach man we are within reach yes that's how it goes
1: for the for, for our audience who who's tuning in right now like this podcast ain't all about the English dialect, you know, like, po For you guys. Yes. And we would love to continue and dive into that dialect as, as we go along the way. Reason why we're just saying this in, in the English context is that we also have listeners from all over the world. Over the world. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, Thank you for those. Huge shout out for the people in Dubai. Yes, all the, man. In the state. they make up for all the both
1: bro of who's listening
0: yes right? dude based on the numbers our, most of our listeners are from there bro like thank you for Latin thank you so much, much.
1: But, but our goal is like to
0: pan it out like to flat it out like
1: all parts of the world be tuning in Eventually, yes. we, 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 just, we should start learning a, a Spanish, Arabic, Hindi soon, man. Yes, dude, <laughs> if like that's the case, <laughs> or
0: even or, or even Mandarin, bro. We should learn how to speak. Yes, man. I, just, I bet, like with with the pace going in the world, China will be like, China, calling. man. Yes. That's, nah, man just,
1: that that should be on our radar, bro. Yeah, it's no no like radar. Sure.
0: Uh, yes you should be like very aware on what we're gonna do anyway this is this podcast is not about political we're just well, time like to about make that.
1: Fun time. people all over the yeah. world oh. go through the same kind of shit every day man and then we all can relate to some form of language like we all have a universal language and we all experience the same things in life. We're human beings. And our goal is to, you know, be a space for anyone out there, whether they're Chinese or Hindi or Arabic or speaking English or Bisaya or Tagalog. For, uh, for them yes, to sir. understand us what we're about and for to be that space for them to escape the hassles of life. We have a guest today. He is such a good cover story. We recognize people where they are. We can smell it from far away. When we found out about this story about this specific guy who's our guest today, man, how is this guy doing it? He's been doing it for for like a couple of months now. Um, he, He is a doctor, a health enthusiast as well, a family guy. And right now, basically, I wouldn't say a castaway, but he is in an island and he is stranded and he is... Thriving and surviving And they have a community over there I don't really know the whole scoop But that's why we got this guy on the show Because it's just really intriguing Help me welcome to the show Mr. Joel Lagas Bro, can you give us the whole spill of what's going on there?
0: Hey, but Mr. Joel Can you yeah, take yeah. us
1: through what, what happened to you And our kabai okay. stuck in Fiji And your current situation too
2: Thank you for having me. Uh, anyways, fine, I'm Ajol I'm, uh, Yagas. You can call me Jong. That's what my friends call me. And yeah, I'm, I'm a doctor. Uh, I'm based in Cagayan de Oro. But I am from originally from Hingog City. But I spent my most of my adult life in Cagayan de Oro. And I just finished my specialty training in pediatrics in NNMSC. Or what we call provincial. So I finished my training last December 2019 and I decided to take a break from the from the profession and I decided to have a vacation. So last uh, February I I decided to go to New Zealand because my wife is based there. So she's working there as a nurse and we have been in a long distance relationship for about uh four or five years already so I needed a break obviously so it was it was uh, February 2 I went to New Zealand then I was supposed to go back to the Philippines by March 24 so basically it's approximately uh, two months so I went there I had my vacation then the news talked that by March 15 Manila will be locked down so I started to worry that I might not get back to the Philippines in time. So, true enough, uh, my flight on March 24 got cancelled. So, I had no choice and uh, at at first, uh, I wasn't worried because, you know, to be stranded in New Zealand with with my wife, it's it's not a problem, of course. That's a dream
1: come true for Yeah, 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 of of course. The
2: the problem is, uh, I'm only a visitor in New Zealand and my visa... Uh Only limits me to stay in New Zealand for 59 days per stay. Beyond that, I'm already illegal in New Zealand. So I called up the I called up the immigration and I, I told my I won't be I won't be able to come back to the Philippines. So I the immigration advisor told me to just exit to another country which is still safe. Which is safe and near New Zealand. And I I picked Fiji for our listeners who does not know of uh, Fiji as of this time, like me at that time, I didn't know where Fiji is. Yeah. Well, well Fiji is a, a small country which is near Samoa, near Australia, near New Zealand. And it's just, uh, it's small that it's composed of less than a million uh, population.
1: What What's the so, weather like there, yeah, man? Is it tropical or what?
2: Yeah, it's Pacific. Yeah, it's tropical. It's just like the Philippines. Like, nice. everything is like the Philippines. Is but the people paradise? here are just yeah it's like it's actually a paradise and the people here are like uh like the rock they are big oh (laughs) it's Samoans
0: Samoans.
2: yeah yeah.
1: Jason Momoa Fijians are Samoans
2: there's actually their sport is rugby it makes sense because it'd be built so anyways uh I picked Fiji because at the time Fiji was safe I mean there was no COVID case it is one of the countries that uh, New Zealand had no restrictions about travel, so you don't need to isolate when you come back from uh, to New Zealand from Fiji. Uh-huh. you don't need to quarantine. so it's it's a perfect plan. so I booked my flight to Fiji on March 19 so and I booked my flight back to New Zealand on the same day, March 19 as well, because I will be going there by 12 noon and I will be coming back to New Zealand by 6 pm. But uh, the night before my flight. The airline just called me that they had to reschedule my flight to March 20 because uh, the flight got canceled. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. So, I have to spend just one night in Fiji. So, it's no problem. So, March 19 came. I, I went to Fiji. 12. I went there 12 noon and I arrived in Fiji approximately around 4 p.m. I went to the hotel by 5 p.m. Something bad happened. My, my wife just called me. Out of nowhere, Prime Minister in New Zealand just announced that they will be closing the borders to everyone oh, aside from citizens by 12 oh, midnight what of that day. What bad timing. Yeah, so by 12 a.m. of March 20, they will be closing the borders. And my flight that was rescheduled was on March 20, 8 a.m. It was the the worst so but i was still hope so i I was still hopeful so by 6 a.m the following day i went there to check in but you know at the time the things and i have seen at the airport was were very crazy i mean i was not allowed to check in and not only me i mean there was a lot in there i mean the airport was a mess many people were crying
1: well what's going on A a a lot of people wanted to leave the country already
2: they, no, they. Uh, a lot of people want to go back to New Zealand because you know Fiji is a popular tourist destination for mm-hmm. Kiwis or New Zealanders and Australians. Uh-huh.
0: They don't want to be stuck. So stopped. a lot, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, want yeah. to
2: be stuck. For so a lot of people uh, book a flight. Thirdly, they want to go home. So not on, Not only me. There was a lot. There were Chinese. There were other uh, races down there. Yeah. So. By that time, the the airport was was really a mess. So, and at the time, I was all alone. I didn't know what to do. I stayed in the airport and I met a Filipino family. Uh, this this family was composed of a mother, uh, an infant, and a grandmother. Yeah, I read this. Family, I read
1: about this in your post.
2: Yeah, the the story of this is that because this grandmother has the visitor's visa. She's been living in New Zealand for two years, but she is only limited to six months per stay. So she needs to exit to another country and just go back. She's in New Zealand helping uh, her daughter, taking care of the grandkids. So at that time, we met in the airport, but their flight is due by the next day, which is March 21. So I asked them if I could just tag along. The following day, I joined the family and accompanied them to the airport because it was their turn to check in. The mother and the infant was allowed to to board the plane or because they are residents of New Zealand. But nanai as I call her, was denied because she was only on uh, visitor's visa. The, the family decided not to take the flight, uh, thinking that other stay. flights would be up... Yeah they stayed at first they they decided to stay because thinking that there will be available flights in the coming days because it it the, the experience was really surreal i mean you could believe that the borders would be locked down just like that so you yeah, thinking and what that be scary, bro. you will be thinking that there will be a solution after this uh, uh, the days after so after that we had our breakfast then then 30 minutes before the flight, the husband of the, the, the mother called me because the mother was now on no battery and has no internet. Yeah. So they called me through Facebook and told me about the situation, uh, what is happening in New Zealand because the husband is still in New Zealand. He told me that there were no flights available for the days to come and that they, this may be their last chance to board uh, a plane or, or else they will be stranded as well.
1: So they took it.
2: But yeah, because the mother needs to go back to New Zealand since they still have two other kids there, and uh, the husband yeah. needs to work for support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mother will have to will have to quit her job just to take care of the kids because originally the grandmother was doing the that, job. That was her role. Yeah, that was her role. So, the, at that time, uh, hus- the husband, out of desperation, told me if I could take care of grandma for the time being. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm just a stranger. We just met. A day before, <laughs> but you know, out of desperation, they they really d- didn't know what to do. For me, I didn't know what to do, but I took the responsibility despite not uh, not knowing what to do myself. Props so, to you, man.
1: Props. To yeah, you. You no, know.
2: but somehow uh it gave me courage that I needed to stay strong, not only for myself but also for the old lady. So uh, no, I agreed. I gave the phone to the mother or the wife. And the husband told her the whole story and what's about to happen and they started crying by that time when i saw the the, the mother crying i you know i started crying as well i know uh, i cried not only because uh, i know i'm going to be stranded but i cried because i was i felt pity to the family and to grandma as well for what's about to happen for fourth thing has no clue about what's 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 about to unfold how old is she now uh i think she's 53 or 54. Mm. And she's like she's like the typical nanay she's like the the one who can who, who does not know what to do with the airport and yes. stuff Yeah 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 you know yes, yes, yeah yes. she's yes. a typical nana in the Philippines so eventually uh, the mother and the infant boarded the plane and I, I was stuck with with nanay in the airport confused and they didn't know what to do actually so I decided to book for a hotel, stay there and rest just to think. Started looking for help in Facebook. I posted our situation in a group page, and for Pinoy and NZ, and, and amazingly, people are just you know, people are amazing, man. So, uh, strangers started reaching out to help and and gave their advices, gave words of encouragement, and
1: that's nice. And by
2: that, because of that post, I met another Filipino who is also stranded in Fiji and he is staying at another hotel then i told him to to join us in the same uh-huh. hotel so this this guy is a health worker in new zealand who is only who spent his birthday in fiji but uh, ended up getting stranded instead
1: so just the two of you uh, is this the same yeah, group so, till now
2: no uh, that that's that, that, sorry that's it <laughs> okay so, okay ta-da. our situation eventually reached the in the embassy so the ambassador in New Zealand and the consul general here in Fiji. So, the waiting started in that hotel and, you know, the fear was real, man. So, the fear of the unknown is the worst kind. Uh, so, that night, yeah, um, I have come to realize bad. that I might be here for a reason, you know. And if I was not around and maybe Nanai together with her daughter in her... Granddaughter, grandkid might have been stranded because you know I'm pretty sure they won't they won't leave Nani behind if I was not there. Yeah, and you were uh, a blessing. Decided, You're a
1: gift to this family,
2: man. Yeah, so I was thinking that maybe I was here for for a reason. So uh, I needed I needed to be strong and move forward despite what had happened. But still, uh, I can't help myself to cry. You know, and my wife in New Zealand was was devastated as well she cried she cried. Yeah. She always contacted the uh, immigration what what could we do so we really hoped it was all a dream despite not being able to sleep you know so the day after that was my fourth day in Fiji in the hotel something great happened or shall I say uh someone someone great appeared I mean I received a call out of nowhere and the call is from a certain Sir Frank Pido we also got the news from the Filipino community uh, regarding our whereabouts so this amazing person man is uh I mean I mean he 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 is just he is amazing I mean he he offered his house for us to stay uh, in that in the time where everyone wow. was hesitant to welcome people wow. from the airport because of there the COVID scare you know this man reacted this ma- this man uh, reacted uh, differently. He reached out to us with open arms without any reservations. I mean, and the best part, he's Bisaya, so I didn't. I did have to. Oh, okay. didn't have to <laughs> 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 so he's from Cebu, actually. Yeah, he's one of the most genuine person I know uh, as of this time, and you know. I'm very thankful for him and I'll be forever thankful, you know? So this is the so, house you're staying at right now? Yeah, up to this time, I'm still staying here and it's home and man, safe
1: and still hoping, you know? Shout to this guy. Is it, yeah, I'm not mistaken, Frank, Mr. Frank,
0: right? Frank, Frank yeah. Pido, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mr. Frank Pido, we thank you for your help, man. Really a good...
2: Really, a good soldier yeah. of God for helping. You're a good people. guy, man. God bless. Yeah, you. He's, he's, he's not only a
0: good guy; he's also
2: a fun fun guy, man. Oh, so, the more. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So fast yeah, yeah, fast. yeah, fast forward. Uh, we are now uh, stranded here for like four months. About next week, we'll be four months stranded, and uh, we just went to the immigration uh, a few days ago to extend our stay for another two months because you know, uh, visitors needed to extend up when we reach four months then there's still no news when the borders will be open then for now oh, there are yeah. no flights going out of this island but anyways uh after after our first month here in fiji our companion the the one i was talking about the the guy the other guy yeah spent his, his birthday he was able to to get back to new zealand via a repatriation flight because this this guy was a health worker and at that time uh, they have a priority for health workers in mm-hmm. New Zealand so
1: but you're you're uh, a health he worker own... yourself right John
2: yeah but i was i'm not recognized in New Zealand so uh-huh. i can't I, know, I, I can't get that claim during the the first month we met another group of individuals i mean there were seven of them they were pinoy's
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: they were stranded here longer than us they were stranded wow. since march march 15th and they are bound for samoa because they they, they worked there so the, these okay. seven individuals stayed in the in, in the hotel proximity for a month and eventually uh, word came out and reached us then eventually and Frank and Kuya Frank extended their help to wow, them Kuya so Frank. now they're staying with us
1: you know oh Yo, man <laughs> he's such a gift, and, and, uh, man.
2: yeah he's, i mean we, we we offered to pay for rent and everything but he declines our offer but we give something anyway but the thought that he declines our offer you just he just want to help man this, this guy's, guy's genuine. genuine yeah so right now we are staying really all, all staying right here so right now that's pretty much the situation so uh during my first week here in in fiji uh i actually posted something about my stages Reef. i don't know if you have read about it but if you're, uh, if you're familiar with Aqabdar-Ross, a psychiatrist regarding his uh, st- uh, stages of grief, it was stated there that there are five stages, the DABDA. Yeah. So, I yeah, experienced that five, five stages in a week, in a week's uh-huh. time. So, the first stage should be denial, you know? So, I can't accept the fact that I was denied entry despite being a law-abiding person. Yeah. And, what, and I was, you know, I, I just I just did what the immigration officer told me to do. And I was all by myself in a foreign island only with a backpack and one set of clothes. Less than a day from the arms of my wife in New Zealand to being a nobody in a foreign land. So I was really in denial at first. Then the second stage goes with anger. I was angry for the immigration officer who gave me the advice i was angry with the airline for cancelling my original flight which was march 19 which was the day before the lockdown yeah and i was angry with the new zealand government for implementing border closure without even warning yeah. so i was really angry at that time man and the third stage would be bargaining so i bargained to to god for the situation to change uh, to change this whole situation yeah. and you know, because I was just being obedient to the subject of laws in New Zealand. I, w- I really bargained, man. Then the fourth stage would be depression. So I felt weak, helpless. I cried a lot. My wife cried a lot. I felt depressed for some time. Then eventually, after a week, uh, I was on the stage of acceptance. Yeah. You know, I accepted my fate. Uh, I accepted the decision of the New Zealand government that they were just doing their job. And right now, you know, New Zealand is one of the best of doing. Uh, There's yeah, zero, zero in, in cases. Terms right? Of COVID. Uh, right now, there are cases, but in the border because of the repatriation flights, not uh-huh. in the community. Yeah. And, you know, so, and, and the last thing is I accepted my role as a son to a mother. I just knew a few days ago. So, eventually, went uh, went pretty well, uh, considering the fact that I'm stranded in an island. But, you know, I'm safe. We are safe. We are healthy and everything's
1: good. Man, that's good to hear, man. Like you, you have that. Oh, yeah, you're that you're healthy,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. No, that just, was a, it's story. a good thing. And that was a story,
1: my. Right, koi. Like and everything. It, it can't get any worse than that. And but still. Yeah, man, not, dude. like
0: uh, Still, uh, man. but the thing is, like, uh, I, I, like the, I like the part when you like uh, brought out the dab-dab. Oh uh, yeah. Denial, yeah. Anger. That was so. Like most of us do that. Like most of us. <laughs> Those kind of things, and sometimes if we're on that situation, we cannot see ourselves in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, uh, I, I, I saluted the fact, the fact that you, uh, you, 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 were able to be aware where you, what stage you were. When
2: I posted it, it was, it was like uh, after a week and. At first I was not thinking of telling my parents about my situation because I don't I don't want them yeah, you don't want to worry, want them to worry. But, so I eventually posted it out and I told my friends my relatives about the situation Then everyone reached out and everything uh, went out well
1: Good to know man man your story is just worth sharing bro So other than yeah. what you just told us man like What have you been doing all this time, bro? Like all these, like almost three months, man. What's your day like, man? Take us through that. Since you arrived in Fiji, man. Yeah, yeah. You're in a paradise.
2: Yes. What do you do? (laughs) So uh, here in Fiji, uh, I'm I'm doing the same routine basically each day. So first, I I restructured my diet, and I did some exercises. Yeah. Nice. Luckily, there luckily there's a dumbbell and a barbell here. So what a coincidence, you know. So. I, and from time to time, I take consultations and referrals from my friends, relatives, and from my colleagues. And I, sometimes I read articles just to stimulate the brain. And mm-hmm. recently, uh, I got uh, And recently, I get addicted to K-drama. And I'm, I'm not ashamed of it.
0: <laughs> K-drama! And... K-drama! <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: well, well, Netflix? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, okay. yeah Netflix. Okay. Chloe started it all. Uh, and I'm also taking care of... Right now, I'm taking care of puppies because... Uh, one of the dogs here gave birth last month, and being a dog lover myself, I was the one who delivered the puppies. And now, now you're uh, okay. They're all around the place, <laughs> <laughs>
0: all around. That so, DJ experience really, really like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Does it apply to dogs? Like dog of <laughs> all
2: breeds. Uh, from time to time, I, I go go jogging, then play basketball on Sundays. with. There, there are other Pinoy's and there are some Chinese and some Americans playing in the park. So sometimes I play with them on Sundays. You're this like guy tomorrow. out,
1: Troy. Yeah, the world's in a <laughs> lockdown. This guy is balling out
0: there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but actually, actually, uh, it may sound a lot. It may uh, my activities may sound a lot, but actually, uh, in between, I got a lot of time to reflect. Like you know, I a lot of time to make tanga, tanga. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the challenge, man. Like you yeah, get bored. Yeah. Like yeah, I needed I needed to do something. And the 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 funny thing is that when I was in training in pediatrics, I, uh, imagine this: in a year, we only have uh five days of break literally five days a break uh, each year so Ooh, we have no weekends we <laughs> yeah yeah I, I train in nmmc <laughs> i train in nmmc so we only have five days a year a break so during my my training there uh i always wish that uh somehow maybe someday i could have a break that i would not do anything you know the pleasure of not doing anything. I wish I could have that time. Well, now your
1: prayers, yeah. Careful man. what, careful what you wish for,
0: man.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but I guess this too much. You know, God gave me too much too of much. what I wished for, man.
0: <laughs> God, God knows the exact amount, man. Like yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. there's a re- there's a right reason why it may be that long. Maybe your purpose there is bigger than what you really yes. think you have.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe it's still not... I'm, a, I'm still not there, but maybe there's a reason for everything.
0: Everything has a reason.
1: Yeah. I've seen you way back in college. There were times you were really shredded and ripped. You also mentioned that you were laser-focused on your health and fitness goals too, like amidst this pandemic. So, take us through that now. What's your workout routine like? Do you do like a beach uh, workout? Do you do... Ah, do... uh, no, no, no. <laughs> what?
2: Actually, I'm the kind of person who has two seasons in a year. I have... The fat season and I have the fit season. So first, the fit season usually starts in the first half of the year, uh, January to August. Uh-huh. So this is the time when we usually have our New Year's resolution. Yeah. So, but for but for me, I take it to the next level. I go to the gym hard. I stick to my diet. I keep motivated. I take supplements. At the end of the year, usually starts in September. I have the fat season where.
0: Bur
1: bur I- bur month.
2: Yeah, when the Burmas come, I usually like just to chill, eat what I like. I don't give a damn about what I look like. It's because I know the secret to get fit when I get fat. I know myself better than anyone yeah. else. So When I came here in, in Fiji, I gained a lot of weight back in New Zealand because you really love to eat when, when you are in vacation. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I weigh 74 kilos when I left New Zealand. And that was a lot for me because I'm not a tall guy. So... At the time when I started my diet and my exercise here my goal was at just at least to reach 70 kilos. Uh-huh. So I started my diet, started exercising then the bad thing is I don't have a weighing scale in the house but uh, last last month 3 months after my diet and exercise I was was able to weigh myself in a store so you know, Guess guess my weight after three months.
1: Um, are you around sixty to sixty-five now? Th- yeah,
2: you got it. I'm on sixty-five kilos. So that's your after ideal, three months, isn't it? No, my ideal is around sixty-two. Oh, you're close. So yeah, 60, 60 Yeah, I'm close. So actually, I I reached sixty-five kilos after three months. That's about like twenty pounds. And you know, I think I have met my goal, but I'm not there yet. That's what I'm talking about. You need to have a goal. Yes. in order to achieve a dream you first needed to achieve your goal you know so baby steps you need ju- you just need baby steps
0: yeah
2: and if you if you really want something then if you want something you have never achieved
1: you must be ready to do things that you have never done before be, right can, can, can you can you give us examples of this man like examples that happened to you like things that you didn't like doing but for you example had to because uh... you had, you had a goal.
2: For example, uh, it was my first time last April to stop eating rice. It was my first time in my life. So, you don't have rice so, in your diet right now? Since April, I haven't had a single gram of rice. And wow. also... Add soft to you. Uh, soft rings. I haven't had soft
1: drinks and chips. I'm, I'm trying to to make it a lifestyle. John, uh, hold on. So you cut out the rice, you cut out the soft drinks, you cut out the chips... Man, since you're in Fiji now, like, do you I enter guess. the Fijian specific diet or do you have your own specific diet?
2: Actually, we just just like what Filipinos eat. One of the one of the Filipinos here that are stranded is actually a cook
1: in oh, Samoa. What a blessing! So she knows,
2: yeah, she knows everything from this to that. And I don't think I could eat like a Fijian because a Fijian eats, you know. Uh, Three to five times what a Filipino eats (laughs) like 5,000
1: calories a day.
2: Yeah. Yeah, these guys are huge uh, These guys are huge so uh, Basically, actually we are like we're just like in the Philippines here.
1: You must be living in a paradise Uh,
2: since we're talking about uh, diet.
1: I'm not a Expert man. This is what we want to (laughs) know I think Koi knows about this already. Um, I have no background in uh, in health, fitness, and nutrition. What I know is just what I read and um, yeah, yeah. see in YouTube or in Google or op, uh, blogs or articles. But this is what I want to know: the human experience, yeah, man. We've been inviting people to the show who are about that life, you know, that health and fitness and uh, uh, nutrition life.
0: Yes, especially uh, Joel, that yeah. like you're a doctor, and we can all like connect everything and yeah, what optimal for your health how many calories like for my workout yeah, Who wants to learn from doctor, building, all those kinds okay, of Okay so
2: man. I'm just yeah, I'm I just, just, just a disclaimer I'm not I'm not an expert on health and nutrition I know because my specialty is pediatrics <laughs>
0: No I it
2: I can say I have experience on myself of course no. I have my own structure I I made my own structure which is composed of a low carb diet and intermittent fasting uh, As, what's your window like how uh, like your fast Ah, uh, the fasting uh, yeah. are you in I 16 start hours on, i started 16 hours uh-huh. first month and the second month i started 16 hours and 24 hours alternate whoa okay so fast. it's it's going to uh, give you, you a situation uh, example okay. on monday all days i don't take breakfast right on monday i only take lunch so that is 12 noon i don't Eat dinner By Tuesday My Or the meal After Monday Is Tuesday lunch So that took 24 hours Right? Yeah
0: So you're like More on the uh, OMAD Right? They call it the OMAD diet uh, like one meal No a day? because I, I the... took it
2: alternate So So Monday wow, to Tuesday yes. That is lunch to lunch On Tuesdays I eat Lunch and dinner MWF
0: Okay uh, I only eat
2: Lunch PTHSS I eat lunch and dinner so that's all All yeah on the weekdays White. that's alternate right. 24 right. hours 16 hours fasting nah. but although that's only timing the timing is one thing what you eat is another thing as i've said okay. it's a low carb diet it has the same principle with atkins diet or ketogenic diet i'm not an expert of both so, diets but I so have you're just read cutting out carbs it, yeah you're cutting out carbs so
0: how many grams of carbs do you so right now i'm Davis? i'm
2: I'm trying to limit 2 grams per kilogram. So, if you're like okay. 70 kilos, your limit would be 140 ki- one forty grams mm-hmm. per day. Basically, I base everything of what I learned in med school. You know, biochemistry rocks. So, <laughs> so I have... My experience is that uh, during med school, during first year, I weigh a lot. I weigh 78 kilos. I mean, I, I think that was the the heaviest of... So during first year, I was introduced to biochemistry. I learned about you know the fuel of the body, the adenosine triphosphate, glucose, fatty acids, ketogenesis, etc. Yeah, the ATPs. So in in summary, what I learned is that if you take, if you decrease your glucose intake through carbs, you will decrease your insulin production, eventually decreasing glycogenesis or the building of fat in your body. Without glucose from from a low-carb diet and fasting, you will eventually form ketones because your body needs energy. So eventually, your body will make ketones from your already stored fat. That is why it's called ketogenic diet. Now, some people are confused with ketogenic diet because they automatically think that ketogenic diet is eating fat. No. It is actually consuming the fat that you have in your body, breaking it down and making it into ketones so that your body could could use it as fuel. When you decrease the supply of your of that fuel by the glucose and you, you increase your demand by exercise, then you know everything works. According to the book, you will really lose weight. I'm wow. also I'm also keen on, on reading uh, nutritional content of foods when you look at the back of the containers. Particularly yep. looking at the carbohydrate content of each of each product.
0: Do you also co- compute for the net carbs yeah, the, or something you, like that? Right, when you uh, subtract the no, dietary uh, fiber. To make to the, make uh, life
2: simple, I just I just uh, calculate the carbs by only the carbs. So right. say for example, you get a can of tuna, where Oof. it says there that one can is composed of three servings. Right, and there's the amount of carb per serving is like three grams. So three times three, that is nine grams. So if I consume this one can of tuna, then I consume nine grams of carb. So basically, that's that's what I do. Because your carb intake will depend on your goals, will depend on your activities, and your initial body weight. Uh, I mean, I could go on and go on with this stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna it's gonna get nerdy in here. <laughs>
1: When you mentioned to me last night that you were also like passionate, making others feel good with their health. Well, man, you came to the right show. This Mm -hmm. podcast is about that, you know, like feeling good, mental health, motivation. Are we on the same page here? Like, do you see this moving forward for you? Like being uh, like a health and fitness coach or? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh having uh, a lot of time c- here to
2: reflect, I have reflected that someday if I become a health coach, which I actually one of my passion, then maybe uh I could cater to clients, but first i should I should you know walk the talk so you that's why are, I'm, I need to show the people that what I'm saying you know that I'm doing it right now not just talking about the past, yeah, so that's why I'm doing it right now so actually uh that's one of my passion, and talking about passion. A friend a friend of mine uh, told me, uh, a certain Rex Yap in New Zealand, who also was just a stranger who approached me and gave me encouragement. Yeah. He told me that there's a difference between uh, a skill and an interest. So mm-hmm. when you talk about a skill without interest, you're talking about a job. When you're uh, talking about interest without a skill, you're talking about a hobby. When uh-huh. but when you're talking about a skill with interest then you're talking about your passion you know nice. so for me I have the interest I have the interest of Very making hard. people's lives better through a healthy lifestyle but I think uh, I'm still developing my skill uh, and now I'm starting on myself I have said you have to inspire yourself first before
1: you can inspire others you know? right for, for, for our audience who are listening to this uh, episode right now you re- replayed that Last one minute right there If you're unsure About your hobbies And your interests Man, replay that One more time Thank you for that, Jong Man, we super yeah, appreciate yeah. it, man
0: Yes, I love Love your insight about the skill and interest, man. Uh, combining both. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, My friend,
2: yeah, I've said Rex Yap just told me like a few days ago. He just he uh, out of nowhere he called me and told me about interesting stuff. That because I th- maybe he felt that I was co- I was I was feeling down. And we talk about uh, because he's a financial advisor in New Zealand, so uh-huh. okay, we talk ab- we talk ab- a lot of things. And eventually we talk about passion. And he he asked me, what is your passion? What do you want to do? Aside from my, my, my career, what else do I want to do? So, I, mean,
1: I got to reflect on things. And uh, I think this, this is one of my passions. Props to that, man. Props to that. And, and um, good luck with this passion wherever it goes. Out of Shape Dad, my co-host, my, my guy, um, he got disconnected but sent me a message. We'll carry on the show for him. Being a doctor and all, can you dispel... Some myths, like some people stereotype eating eating disorder associated with you know religiously following a diet plan. Man, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you debunk that for us,
2: man? Yeah, yeah. So uh, there is actually a big difference between a diet plan versus an eating disorder. So, for example, example of an eating disorder is anorexia. So, anorexia is defined as something like restriction of food intake. Relative to the requirements of your body, leading to a significant uh, low body weight in context to your age, sex, and physical health, with with intense fear of gaining weight, a disturbed body image, seeing oneself as obese when in reality is underweight. Hence, there is a persistent lack of recognition of the seriousness of the low weight. So, and, and anorexia has two types: restrictive, the ones who are not eating. And purging, the ones who are inducing vomiting on themselves. If you compare mm-hmm. it with a diet plan, which is, again, goal-directed towards a goal body weight, which is healthy and within the range of normality and not affecting one's mental capacity to recognize changes in the body. And that's that's really normal. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, some, some may despise you and call you obsessed. But you know what? Obsessed is the word the lazy
1: use to describe the dedicated, you know? So, yes, you man, just have to do what word. you need to do, and that's it, man. Word like to all your lazy heads out there, do you, you count <laughs> potatoes? Replay that one more time, man. You must have, have a tough mental state, man. Like, you, you must be mentally tough. Like, I may be, <laughs> bro. Your experience, like, from one thing leads to another like in my opinion just judging from what happened to you like man this this thing you have with Fiji right now is probably like nothing for you <laughs> ah
2: yeah. uh, no no i still get sad from time to time especially when i think about my family back in the philippines yeah. and when i think about my work i still have to work and i have a contract I was supposed to go back to work last April. I was I was really excited to go back to my hometown in Hingog City because I was supposed to go back to Hingog and work where I used to be a nurse. I knew the persons there working. I was really excited to work back there. Then you know this happened. that's but, life. You have to then again, live man, with like, it. then, you know
1: you're you're like mentally tough, bro. You've been through a lot. Yeah, anyway, and I think this um, is the toughest. <laughs> this is the toughest one for you, huh? Yeah, well, I get. Uh, John, if you were to redo this predicament of Fiji, this is what happened to you right now, man. Give us like three things you wish you had brought along with you. Uh,
2: three things. So uh, first, I wish I was with my wife. <laughs> uh huh. You know, true. True. It, it could have been a very long honeymoon, you know.
1: But But yeah. uh, the other side, and the other
2: side, uh, she would. She, uh, she still needs to work to support me right now <laughs> true oh, she, she, she's, so the, she, she's
1: the one holding it tight for uh, you yeah. holding the family she's my sugar
2: mommy me. as of this time man you deserve so. it
1: man after all you've been through man you deserve <laughs> it yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Then, and shout out to my wife my beautiful wife <laughs> shout
1: out uh, Paula right yeah pa- and
2: shout out, uh, uh, the second the second one would be my books uh, I'd really love to read on my books, my because I still have an exam coming. It's supposed to be in November, but you know it's gonna be delayed. But uh, I'd love to read on my books, my my medical books. So that's it. In the second one, and the third one would be my things because all my things were left in New Zealand. So mm-hmm. right now I have two options. It's either I could be repatriated back to the Philippines. And the other option would be i could enter new zealand so uh if i I go back to the philippines i I would have all my stuff so imagine i only have a backpack and i have one set of clothes and to the point that i what i did was i bought clothes here so i i bought cheap clothes here just to you know have something to wear
1: (laughs) but it's totally understandable this at this point like Nobody's yeah. buying anything expensive nowadays Unless if you're yeah, like, course. like Elon Musk or something <laughs> Kudos to those three things You wish you were there Now, you spoke about your wife um, FYI, John We had yeah. an LDR or a LDM Like a long-distance marriage segment Like two weeks ago on this podcast So, how have you been coping uh, Being away from your wife, man? As far as I can remember I You guys always look like A homecoming king and queen Every time back in college So how have you been coping now, man?
2: Now, it's just because of her Because you know She's like a A goddess let's say Like a, a campus face You know So Yeah she was <laughs> a winner, anyway Yeah I, indeed And anyways uh, This is nothing new to us You know we, We've been together For 14 years We've been in a long distance Long time life. man Four, we've been in a long distance relationship for 4 to 5 years so this is really nothing and thank thank God for social media for Facebook yeah. for the you know the innovation although we're just 3 hours away but uh, I still talk to her I still see her so the one thing I'm, I'm hoping really is I could go back to New Zealand like, I, I really love to see her So I, I want to go back to New Zealand because we have a goal this year you know but but With regards to
1: the LDR thing, I know, it's easy breezy. Yeah, man, you, of all people, man, (laughs) you are like... I just recently spoke to you in Facebook, man, just like a couple of days ago. We we don't know each other from before, and then now I just... Just by the way you spoke about your situation and our conversations, man, you are like mentally tough. What you've been through, man, you are definition of a huge upside. Like, John, um... (laughs) You know what? We started this platform. So this can be a platform for everyone. Like, they can come into the show. They can they can basically say what they have and offer to the world and in exchange of value. Um, you give us energy. You keep uh, you give us good content. You keep us going in our show and we have more episodes to put out. That's the huge upside we see in all these things, especially during this, during this pandemic. Uh, people yes. are in... Some rough shit right now, man. It's not looking good. The gun tao, the displaced good. And this is what I want to put out, you know. Like, people have to recognize the huge upside of life. Like, in this shithole that we're in, there's a positive to it. So, for you, man, Jong, what is your definition of a huge upside, man?
2: If you have a huge upside, then it first boils down. have a downside every one of us will eventually have a downside and you just need to treat your sufferings like fine wine you know that Mm -hmm. the longer it gets the longer it gets the better you become yeah yeah so because you know successful people don't have fewer problems they just have more solutions so you just need to find that solution you have to get up You need to stick to the plan, and you don't give up. Eventually, you will turn that downside to a huge upside.
1: Love it, man! I just love it. You guys heard it from here first from our guy Jong Yagas. Jong, any parting words for our audience, for our listeners, man? Before we end this episode.
2: Yeah, uh, for for everyone listening, you know, uh, you may be you may be very down right now. And you you may not know what to do, but always think that the end of the rain, there's always a rainbow. Life will get better if you think of that that way. So if you think that it will get better, it will get better. You just have to do what's best for you and you have to just have faith. I hope everyone takes care of their own health, uh, takes care of their family, and you know, God bless us all
1: god bless us all man again jong thank you for coming to the show i know you went yeah yeah my pleasure man it's kind of late over there at fiji right now but man um you just taking the time of your day for this and uh, we could have been in the way of your health and fitness goals but uh, (laughs) no no it's 1am or it's almost (laughs) 1am Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. To one AM, the day. But man, yeah, yeah. thank you very much for coming to the show. On behalf of Out of Shape Dad, um, we would like to thank you, man. And dude, we have gotten so much good content from you and your diet yeah, and yeah, all yeah. the My... stuff. This podcast is about that, man. You're the you're the, you're one of the reasons why this podcast is here. You know, it's about the. My pleasure, life. man. My pleasure. There's a light at the end of that tunnel over there, at Fiji. And the borders will probably open soon. Hold on. And um, keep it up. Keep thriving. Keep surviving. And shout out to Mr. Frank. Shout out to Mr. Frank. Yeah, man. He's amazing, man. That's one good guy right there, man. Yeah. Not a lot of people are around like that. (laughs) Shout out to that guy. And then again, um, for our listeners, thank you again for tuning in. This is huge upside. Please, uh, if you enjoy content like this, please continue to support our channel. Subscribe, follow our page in Facebook, our Instagram, our, our Twitter account. Subscribe and follow to Spotify, Apple Podcast, and all the podcast platforms. It will mean the world to us. And please leave us a comment, leave us a feedback on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good day and light and love. See you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>